Welcome to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano from Feliciano Financial Group. In this podcast, brothers and certified financial planner professionals, Jose and Jeff, explain that money is just a tool to achieve the things you want in life, a tool to make the decision to live life on purpose. They draw from years of experience to demonstrate that when your money aligns with your goals, you can live a purposeful life. Because when your vision is clear, your decision is easy. Hello and welcome to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. Gentlemen, how have you been? Fantastic. How are you today? I'm doing outstanding. Jeff, how are you? Hey, unbelievable. Thank you. All right. Well, I'm excited to get into today's podcast. On the last podcast, we... we talked about, we're kind of getting back to some basics and really going through what next steps look like. Because due to the previous podcast, we had a bunch of information. You're going to want to go back and listen to it. We have a plan. We understand the core principles for creating a successful and pleasurable investment experience. We talked about tax buckets for tax efficiency. And I know that we, on this last podcast, we talked about saving and investing, and we really touched on a lot of risks. Uh, but the funny thing is, after we got off the podcast, after we were done recording audience, Jose immediately brought up, you know what, there's another risk I didn't even think about, uh, and that was longevity risk, right, Jose? Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, we would touch it on market risk, and you, of course, you've got uh, inflation risk and how long is your money going to last. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, longevity risk is something that really a lot of people worry about. And what I mean by that is, you know, we're living longer than we've ever the, the mortality age for men, I think, is now at 88, 89 years old, and wow. women are now 90, 91. So in the back of everybody's mind is, you know, how long is my money going to last? And, I, you know, what's what I love about planning the most for me personally is sometimes people hold back from traveling and doing the things they really want to do because of the fear uh, that's in their head. You know, am I going to need this money or is that going to affect my, you know, nursing home, long-term mm-hmm. care, assisted living facility, home health care? You know, how am I going to pay for that? And I think that that's something that why planning is so important to, in investing versus savings and, and making that money last the longest and making sure that your withdrawals from your portfolio is, is tax efficient because you want that money to last the longest. And then, of course, when you know you're there, there's just something about that peace of mind to be able to travel and and you don't have to worry about those mm-hmm. things, and and it doesn't hold you back. And and I just think that uh, that living too long is 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 another risk factor that we have to either insure against or just making sure that we are really planning planning ahead to where you can have those expenses covered. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, one thing about you know, real quick, I'm touching on that is you got two and a half one to odds that you will need some type of assisting living facility, adult daycare, home health care, or nursing mm-hmm. home. So knowing that, uh, and as we get older, I think it's something that we all think about. Yeah, and those are expensive. I mean, it, I think anybody reading the news lately knows that those are expensive propositions. So that's definitely something. We'll do something. a podcast on that later on uh, down the road. So we'll, we'll focus on what we want to talk me add, about. Let me, add a, let me add a couple of things. Um, you know, I know last we, we did talk about risk, and most of that focus was uh, stock market, equities, volatility. You know, but there is interest rate risk. Uh, there is inflation risk, uh, purchasing power of a dollar. Um, you know, uh, like Jose said, longevity risk, and how do we address health care? And, you know, with those numbers being one in every two and a half people over 65 mm. will need some sort of care. I think it's more of a question uh, – that we just have to incorporate into our planning. Hey, what if inflation's 4%? Uh, 
what if interest rates go through the roof in order to curb inflation? What if we need some sort of care? And that's kind of that part of how easy it is to get lost when we're just looking at investments mm-hmm. or just looking at taxes when it's tax time or just insurance when it's insurance time, but kind of organizing and simplifying all of those what-ifs of the world and just making sure that we're using the right assumptions and factoring in all of those variables. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of that, obviously, for for most of us and most of our listeners, that's quite a few years in the future. Um, obviously, you start planning for it now. And that's what you guys are talking about. Uh, but there are some things that we're going to cover today that are kind of here and now, uh, which I, I think the audience needs to hear. And my, my first question for you guys is about 401ks, really. I think most people... Well, I'm sure everybody on this podcast that's listening to it knows what a 401k is, whether they have one or not. Uh, but what if somebody has lost their job? This happened a lot in 2020. There's a lot of people that got laid off, or maybe somebody's retired, or they've changed jobs. What needs to happen with their 401k? What are their options? You know, we see it more and more these days. It seems like over the last uh, handful of years, uh, more people are changing jobs, changing careers. Uh, rarely do you see the the uh, individual that's worked for somewhere for 40 years with a pension plan and a 401k, mm-hmm. it just seems like things are happening for one reason or another. Uh, whether they retired, changed jobs, got laid off, but you know, at the end of the day, there's uh, options in that 401k because uh, part of that's your money. Uh, if there was a match or some form of profit sharing, usually that's your money. Uh, so what do you do? I think there's, you know, one, uh, you can leave it there. Uh, which some people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, if you go to work for a new company that has a 401k with the new rules, you can you can roll it to the new 401k and continue to uh, participate, continue to get the match. Or three, uh, which you see most people do, is they roll it to their own individual retirement account. Um, so you, in an individual retirement account, sometimes you just have more flexibility and control in what funds you use, what investment strategies you implement, um, uh, because in the four hundred one in the IRA, it's yours. It's an individual retirement account. Going to say is that some people they had a with a four hundred one k with Vanguard or four hundred one k with uh, Fidelity, and they really like those funds and they don't want to convert to an IRA, uh, thinking that they would get away from those funds. But most people don't realize that you can have Vanguard and Fidelity and whoever uh, a lot more selection. Uh, you have more choices inside an IRA than you do a 401k. So you're not just limited to what the employer provides. You have a world of investments to choose from. All right. Now, Jeff, you, you mentioned uh, you can leave it there. One of the options is to leave it with your old company. How does that work? Do you have any control over it at that point when it's you leave it there? Well, you know, it's funny. I see it, I see it all the time. People just get – life gets busy. And, yeah. you know, there's times that – you know, we go from one job to another, we're raising kids, we're trying to, you know, do everything we can just to to get by, and it sometimes it seems overwhelming. Uh, I see quite a, quite a few times people have two or three 401ks that they just never address. They mm-hmm. haven't looked at it since they worked for Company X. Um, they don't know what it's in. They can't remember what it's in. They haven't looked at it, made any changes, you know, so uh, we see it all the time. And I think it's really just a, a time factor of calling time out. Uh, let's get organized. Let's mm-hmm. get all the statements. What are we doing for retirement? Uh, let's take a look at the holdings. Let's take a look at the investment strategies. And, you know, how do we best organize and just simplify it uh, so that way we can make better decisions with money? And I would add real quick, one of the common mistakes that we find, too, is when you have three or four 401ks out there and you did get remarried and you've got 
uh, the old spouse as a beneficiary is on your old 401k. Oh, so yeah. it is good to get you to check up on your 401ks. Cause I've, I've had situations where a spouse would pass away. This was after the fact, but um, there's horror stories that people say, I can't believe that all my assets went to my ex-wife instead of my current wife. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's good to review a plan. Yeah, that's uh, that, yeah. that. I don't know anybody who'd be happy about that scenario, to be no. honest. Except for the ex, and life of course. insurance policies yeah. too. So yeah. you got to watch it. It's all below <laughs> saying that. Yeah, no oh, doubt goodness. about it. All right. Well, I, the, the next question I've got is is really about like ETFs and index funds. I, I think a lot of people have seen a bunch of that in the news. I think ETFs have really um, grown in popularity. I guess is what I would say over the last five to ten years. Is that something anybody should consider, or are there just kind of specific people that should be looking into those? Uh, let me answer that in a little broader of a context. I, I think the. The preferred investments of choice that you tend to see in 401ks, company retirement plans, as well as, you know, individual retirement plans. Of course, you can invest in individual stock. Uh, it's up to you to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of risk involved with just one stock. Uh, whereas mutual funds, there's, uh, you have a professional money manager, whether it's Vanguard, Fidelity, American Funds, T. Rowe Price, uh, that has a team of analysts that take that money and instead of investing in one stock, they invest in hundreds and hundreds of stocks. So you're able to get a level of diversification that you couldn't do if it was just me and you picking stock. Um, so that mutual fund is more of an active money manager. So you got a team that's they're deciding on what to buy and what to sell actively throughout the year. Hmm. Whereas an index fund, uh, they're designed to really just invest in a specific list of securities. So let's just say the S&P 500, 500 biggest stocks. That's what they mirror. They own, that's what you own. So that index funds just owns based on market capitalization, just all of those stocks or the Russell 2000, which is small cap stocks. Um, so there's not any, there's not a bunch of buying and selling. Uh, you're just mirroring the index. Okay. Okay. And then you hear a lot of uh, exchange traded funds, which are are kind of like uh, index funds, except uh, mutual funds and index funds. When you do go to buy or sell, you can't buy or sell those during the day. So when you put your order in to buy or sell, they'll it'll just close at the end of the business day. Mm. Whereas exchange traded funds, you can trade them like stocks, so you can actually buy in or sell out during the day. Oh, I had no idea. Huh. Yeah. So, they're both, like, hey. so they're all good. I think they all fit in portfolios. Uh, I think it's good to have a, a little bit of active and passive money managers. You know, some uh, uh, you just want to get in the boat, and if you're fishing at the right part of the lake, uh, you know, you're catching fish, and, mm-hmm. and also having some activeness in it, uh, being able to move in and out of trends, in and out of favorable sectors, and having the the money managers of the world having the ability to buy and sell stocks throughout the year as well. And if you'll notice, Jeff always emphasizes, you know, simplify and organize. And that's so important because a lot of times when you do have different 401ks out there, people don't realize that sometimes they have three different mutual fund companies, but they're overlapping in the same sector. So Mm. people are taking more risk than they need to. And we talked about volatility in the last podcast, but you know, it, it is very important to organize and it does simplify a portfolio. Then you can get the proper different asset cal- allocation and be well diversified and, and have it work uh, together instead of working on top of each other. 
Yeah. Jose, I'm glad you brought up mutual funds because we know, and you, you mentioned a couple names earlier, there's there's Vanguard and Fidelity and you know American funds and, and all that. What are you guys looking for when it comes to selecting the right kind of mutual funds that, you know, or suggesting them to your clients? You know, I think you'd be surprised that if you Googled how many mutual funds are there, there's probably, there's over 8,000 <laughs> oh, uh, mutual funds to pick and choose from. Wow. If you look at fund families, family of funds, uh, there's several hundred. Mm. Um, but, you know, what we try to find is, you know, we try to find good quality money managers with good long-term track records. Uh, you'll see a lot of funds that do well last year or uh, for a few years, but we're mm-hmm. looking for more of a consistency, you know. So we try to look at the, you know, not just the one and the three years, but the five years, the 10 years, the 15 years, the 20 years. But what we want is just look good, steady, long-term track records. Uh, we look at the fees, make sure they're reasonable. Uh, we look at the management teams uh, just to make sure that they've got good um, uh, cohesiveness and, and longevity within the same teams. Um, and then we re- it's really what we look for. We just look for consistency. We look for quality. Uh, we look for, uh, you know, how much risk do they take in order to get the returns that they get. And uh, we would rather have consistency than we would uh, – you know, one big years here or there. And I, I would add, you know, I like to use the baseball analogies, my favorite sport. And, um, you know, it's kind of like the Texas Rangers. I mean, you've got a great professional team and they're good at every position. But what you find is that fun families, they got all-stars at different positions. So mm-hmm. you might have Fidelity on first and Vanguard on second and T. Rowe Price on, at short. So in other words, you can pick the best of class instead of being limited to a fun family. And what you find is, you know, fun families just don't have the all-stars on every position, but you do have the highest probability and you've got a good professional team. Yeah, Jose, I agree with you. I agree with you on on that front. Uh, Same thing with the, you know, the NFL. I mean, if I could put Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady on my team, why wouldn't I? (laughs) You know, and for the kind of year Aaron Rodgers had, if I could put him on my team and carry three quarterbacks, why wouldn't I? So I think that's the, the, the flexibility and control and being able to add good quality money managers uh, to your portfolio or your team um, is very, very important, especially over time because, you know, different money managers will outperform or underperform when you look at certain time frames. But what you're looking for over time is we're just trying to build wealth on a consistent basis or really just build it over over time. So selecting money managers is important with those factors. Also creating a little bit more of a, a diligent, due diligence process in how you're locating and monitoring those money managers. Mm-hmm. And if they don't perform for a, a couple of consecutive quarters, do you put them on a watch list? Do you put them on probation? Uh, but what criteria are you implementing in when to change one money manager over another. And I think that is critically important over time as well. Yeah, Jeff, I, I will say that I, uh, in, in learning from you and, and understanding where your heart is for your clients and, and the, the work that you do, uh, I, I think you make fantastic choices. I've never questioned that until now. You didn't include Russell Whistlin on your list at all. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. Well, 
Well, I'm let me tell you why. Hey, hey, don't tell me why. No, here's why. Is because, you know, uh, the, the Dallas Cowboys is one of the uh, potential landing spots uh, per his request. Uh-huh. So uh, if I keep him under the radar by not bringing up his name, then there's a potential that we may have him here in Dallas. Let's not talk about that. You don't want me openly <laughs> weeping on your podcast. It doesn't make for a very good podcast. Okay, all, makes all right, sense. guys, we're, we're getting close to the end of this podcast, but the, the, the big question is coming up. And, and what I really want you to do is uh, give your best advice to the listener, right? Uh, first of all, listeners, choose Russell Wilson every time. Secondly, okay, <laughs> that, that besides that, what is your best investing advice and what should be people be cautious about or, or how, you know, what mistakes should they be avoiding? So let, let's talk about a good list that we can give the audience so they can start making some good decisions and have some good questions when they come to you uh, to talk to you about this. You're always going to hear CFP always say it depends. So right. it depends what we're saving for. It depends on the time horizon. It depends on your income tax bracket. And it, it and and what are you going to be withdrawing when you do retire? There's so many factors that there's never two plans that are alike. Mm-hmm. And with changing tax laws and evolving investment products and rapidly, I mean, just you just got things are changing so fast that um, you're. It, it depends. But Jeff, if you want to give it a shot, go ahead. Yeah, if you if you if you put it in perspective or just think about all the decisions that we have to make with money. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's everything from investments, retirement plans, taxes, wills, trusts, insurance. Uh, it's easy to get lost and get uh, unorganized. So if I could just encourage you to best piece of advice that I have is just to organize and simplify the process. You know, so that way we can do a few things. Number one, you got to be realistic. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to set goals that are tangible and uh, able to achieve. Uh, so realistic. You got to create a plan and follow it. Um, stay clear of trouble and trusting others blindly. Uh, we we always say, do your homework. Mm-hmm. Um, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. Um, so avoid fairy tales. Um, uh, be careful of chasing past performance. So just because a mutual fund or investment did good last year, don't think that's the norm. And that is to project future performance. I see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Never, ever, ever borrow money to invest. Oh, yeah. Stay diversified. Um, you know, don't try to beat the markets. And most importantly, just avoid your own emotions. Uh, we all make decisions based on fear and greed, and usually it's the wrong one. Uh, so if you can do those things, it, uh, you can't help but be successful. And I would add, just get a second opinion. The worst thing that can happen is you're in great shape. Yeah. So I think getting a different type a set of eyes on on your plan, I think, is uh, very important. And I think you'll start sharpening the saw, which is you, and you'll know the questions to ask. And I think you've got to um, – uh, you, your, your sixth sense, your intuitiveness will tell you which way to go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I know I mentioned on the last podcast that – that one thing that I've personally been working on is avoiding those emotions, right? And and getting that second opinion falls right in line with that, in my opinion, Jose, because I need somebody to take a look at it because my eyes, I may have rose-colored glasses on, right? And and make a bad decision based on my own emotion. Um, and then I, I 
between now and the next podcast, I'm, I'm just going to suggest that Jeff works on be careful of past performance because last season doesn't mean anything for this season for football. I'm just saying. Just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just, I, it could, it, it's all over the place in this podcast. I apologize. But doggone it, you really, really got me with that. So, all right, guys, this was fantastic. Great list people need to be paying attention to. A lot of great ideas. Uh, I, I also know that you provide a ton of resources to our listening audience. So I'm going to ask you for, is there a resource that you can give out? And also, of course, your contact information for anybody who wants to reach out to you and your team. Yeah, so if you go to our website, www.felicianofinancial.com, uh, you'll see a library of resources. Uh, there's a piece called Pursuing a Better Investment Experience. It's probably the best piece to start out with to get a foundation of what we're talking about today. Uh, and you can reach us at uh, 903-533-8585, or if you're outside of Texas, toll-free 1-800-436-1213. Fantastic, guys. Thank you so much for your time today, Jeff and Jose. You, you, this is fantastic information, and I, and I love the, the football talk, too. I mean, that's kind of fun. <laughs> and I don't know if we added in uh, uh, www.felicianofinancial.com, but that's another way of getting a hold of it article that he that Jeff or the pieces Jeff is talking about. Good point. Yeah, absolutely. So visit the website, grab those resources. They've got a ton of them on there. Again, guys, thank you so much for your time today. And of course, our last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Live Life on Purpose podcast with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way when the guys come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Feliciano Financial, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live life on purpose. Thank you for listening to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Feliciano Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.